Hey guys, welcome back to episode eight. Did you Nine. forget? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Sorry, we just dropped nah, the- It's not even nine, bro. No, it is nine. Wouldn't this be ten? No, this is nine. Because all the other ones were were wind out episodes. Sorry guys, we dropped nah. some content recently and we cannot remember which episode this it's is. It's not a we. This <laughs> This is a we. This is a we thing, okay? Because <laughs> you, you said I forgot, I and then I said it was episode nine, and you even forgot. Okay, fine. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it. So it is um, episode nine. So in the clutch. Book. See, 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 see. Oh, you're showing nine. me your phone. Yeah, okay. I'm showing you your phone. And the last episode that was uploaded was episode eight. So it was episode okay. nine. But you said eight, and then corrected yourself. Episode 9! Okay. <laughs> and what are we talking about, Andrew? Looking ahead at the... We're talking about all the acquisitions. Yes. Um, they're going to talk about, like... Well, some of the draft picks, but not that many. Yeah, the draft was a little uh, disappointing Because Ellie's, me. like, In my opinion, was it, was it was weak this year. I don't and I know a lot of people weak. are going to agree with me. It was weak, aside from the three picks. And number 8, that went to the Knicks. That's it. <laughs> That's about it. Obi Toppin. Yeah, which I thought should have went higher um, in the pick. But, yeah, it was, it was disappointing to me, um, the draft. I mean, granted, with everything that's going on, it's just things have just haven't been consistent. So can't really, you know, can't really blame the draft for that. But the picks this year were not as memorable as the past draft classes. All these draft picks are just straight scores <laughs> i mean maybe some defense but but what a wild free agency though oh when hell we, yeah. yeah the episode before last when we talked about N- nba free agency this is the aftermath of it of all the acquisitions all the trades now that everything has officially gone through um preseason is starting next week i believe december 10th december 11th is when preseason starts yeah yeah and then the season starts december 22nd 22nd and then, boom, Christmas game. Lakers play on Christmas Day. Who are they playing? I have no idea. They are playing... Is it the Warriors? She won't even know. No. The I Clippers don't... play the Nuggets. The Lakers play... Who do they play? I don't know. I'm still trying to wrap... And we get home game, too. We, I'm trying to wrap my head around like how they were going to schedule where they were going to play these games. I thought they were going to go by region. Yeah. Like, so it's literally like, you're playing like against all the people in your in the same like <laughs> division, right? Yeah, and it all so, has okay, to take place the, on one. It's either the Warriors, the Clippers, or Portland. Yeah. Or Sacramento. Those are the only teams I would think that are in the division, right? No, not Portland. Wait, maybe Portland. <laughs> I don't even know the divisions, and I play two K. That is. We are wild right now. Okay. We we are just we forgot the episode number. We don't know what who's in the Western P- division. But but, but but you see. Okay, I'm just gonna name you some <laughs> of the people that got traded, and then you're gonna be like, "Ooh, I dig it." Uh, overpaid, underpaid, just. Oh, right. I can tell you who's already overpaid. Okay, ready? Uh, let's go, Danny Green. Oh no, Danny Green got traded to the Sixers. And That's Dwight fine. Howard. <laughs> Let's just speak about how Dwight Howard got finessed, thinking he sent out this whole tweet 
on the day of saying, oh, I'm I'm back in the purple and gold. I'm not going nowhere. And then what did the Lakers They picked up Mantra's hair on like, oh. They said, they basically told Dwight Howard, hey, BRB, hang tight. Dwight Howard is thinking, look, I'm a vet. I'm either get the I'm either get settle for the minimum or there's way there's way too much potential before me. I'm just a vet. I'm just a veteran. I'm just gonna have to settle for the minimum. Although I do want to stay in the purple and gold. It's it's just he he got too emotional. He got he couldn't wait. He got anxious. Where the Lakers are just kind of like, don't worry, like we have something in the works for you. Just be patient. We kind of just have to go over here and give the six reigning six man of the year a two year contract. Yeah. What do you think about that? Because Montrezl Harrell did go on record saying that the Clippers did not make him a priority, and that's why he went to the Lakers. I think, um, well, the Lakers, I think LeBron kind of pointed it out in the, uh, what's it called? What's that thing called? Road Trippin' with uh, Richard Jefferson. Yes, Road Trippin' is um, a podcast with... Uh, Channing Fry. Podcast with Channing Fry and Richard Jefferson. It's on YouTube. And Allie something. Yeah, it's uh, it's on YouTube. You guys can uh, look for it. But recently they dropped an episode with LeBron on there. Yeah, and it was it, actually a very good episode. Yeah, I'd recommend it. And yeah. LeBron says it's like the bench was lacking. So I, I understand why they'd pick up Mont. They, they went they younger. Up, yeah, they picked up Dennis Schroeder. So we got great. the reigning six man and the reigning runner-up six. And the, yeah, the runner-up six man. Yeah. That's wild. Which I know, that's unprecedented yeah like maybe the only time the lakers had done something like this would not like current reigning player mm-hmm. but it was when they had lou williams and nick young at the same time we went younger yeah we definitely went younger and um so do you think we do you think we made a mistake in terms of we went younger but we kind of lost somebody we should have so, we should have kept i, I javel at least. I think either JaVale or Because we lost both JaVale and Dwight. Yeah. I would have picked... Uh, and JaVale went back to Cleveland. Yeah. But I would have been like either Dwight or JaVale. I would have done a coin flip because I like both of them. Right. If I had... Because I couldn't choose one or the other. Like, mm-hmm. I would only choose Dwight if they were going to use him like, like as an aggressor, you know. And I would only say like JaVale if they were going to use him as like a shot blocker slash like quick uh quick hitters like an easy dunk yeah opportunity so there's that um but uh what was i gonna say oh yeah so dwight goes to the 76ers mm-hmm. so that was was oh. it signed he signed a non-guaranteed deal that's the crazy part he got way too emotional didn't wait for the lakers to respond and ended up agreeing to a deal with the with the sixers off an unguaranteed contract that's crazy. Right, he's, he's got a lot of hopes on the Sixers. Yeah. Who knows? But Danny Green's there, so at least he'll have a fun. <laughs> so Dwight signed for $2.6 million. Wow. For a year? Yeah. On an unguaranteed year. contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, from your perspective, I, I'm, I'm not too sure about it. It is unguaranteed. Okay. Um, then you got JaVale McGee, who got uh, traded, right? Yeah. He got traded to Cleveland. Yeah, and he had a five. So there was a five million dollar for that one. Mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward. Oh God, overpaid. Uh, declined because declined the Celtics because he was going somewhere better. The Hornets. I know. 
so much better because now he has Lamelo, and that's about it. But think about it. He declined thirty-four million for a hundred and twenty million for four years. This guy's overpaid. Been, this guy's been an all-star one time. Charlotte has nothing but money to throw away because their their franchise hasn't been making any moves. Yeah, let's and go, Jordan. They Everyone, just, <laughs> everyone's getting Jordans. Let's go. They're just. They just have all this money to throw away for Gordon Hayward that they thought they were picking up 2017 Gordon Hayward. Um, you know, if this Hornets that team is wild. makes a run for the playoffs... They like, might... They, it, they increase yeah. their chances. They increase their value. Because the and, East is still pretty... Aside from the Nets and... Yeah. And maybe the Sixers. Maybe the Celtics. Maybe the Celtics. Maybe the Heat. Um, maybe the, the Heat Bucks. definitely coming back. Bucks, they maybe. they still they have definitely definitely um increased their chances of actually making the playoffs as like probably the eighth seed but well if the if i mean better than they the were, fact they that they got in. gordon hayward and Lamelo, like they've already increased their value yeah as an organization uh pretty high because you kind of like you got people it's like it's an investment people are like oh okay we're more invested in the Hornets this year than the previous year. Mm-hmm. So then you have Jason Tatum, who signed the five-year, $163 million. Overpaid, just right, underpaid. Uh, just right. Yeah. I think he right. deserved it. They need to build around him. I know. He's, for sure. He's, he's killing it. He's killer. My boy in his cancer is back in Portland. <laughs> uh, Gordon Drogic, uh, two-year, 37 mil. Overpaid, just right, underpaid. Goran? For to stay with the Heat? Yeah, for two years. 37 mil. I don't want to... I want to say he's right, but that Is it because he's injured? I would think... Because, that would be underpaid. I would say... Underpaid for him and what he he brings to the, the Heat organization, but because he's injured. I'd say he's overpaid because he's injured. But again, what? he he does... I mean, if you're getting Goran Dragic off the bench, that's pretty good. He's a difference maker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then the Lakers picked up Wesley Matthews. What do you think about that? I like that. Uh, so good premier defender. Yeah. I mean, you you lose Danny Green, but we gain Wesley Matthews. Yeah. Who is a bigger body, has more body mass yeah, on he's him. He's very round. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice way to say. It. <laughs> Probably. He has the arrow put thing more, going for him. Put more of a body <laughs> on his de, on a, on his man. Okay. A great perimeter defender and a great shooter. He doesn't dunk like Danny Green though. Oh Lord, I can I can I can live without that. But I'm I'm thinking his consistency level in terms of shots made is way better than Danny Green. We'll see. I'm excited. You know, like, I'm he's very gonna be excited. And his dad is also a Laker. Yeah. Won two rings with them in 1987. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. That means he's super excited then. Yeah. So everything came full circle for him. Can't wait to watch backstage Lakers. <laughs> I've been missing that show. Yep. Ever since they took out the, the cheerleaders, it hasn't been the same. <laughs> yeah, true. Like the Laker Girls, backstage Lakers. But it was like Laker Girls edition. Oh, man. And, oh. And then got to see some girls fail and cry. It's <laughs> like, damn. Cute. That Russell Westbrook and John Wall trade, who wins that trade? Houston? Houston wins because they get, no, they get the, a healthy, they get a healthy John Wall, hopefully. the Wizards hopefully. win. The Wizards win? Yeah. Because now they got what, Russell Westbrook and, John, and uh, Bradley Beal Bradley and Beale. Danny Advegice. And, <laughs> and I think, was it, don't they have, they have, they have the Latin, Latin laser. <laughs> they have Bertans. <laughs> Latvian laser, I think that's his nickname. That's a pretty so good who, nickname. You don't think 
you don't think Houston won that trade? They get a first round pick and uh, John, uh, and a healing John Wall. I think I think the reason if he can stay I think healthy. the reason why oh, they both win, but I think the reason why the Wizards win is because are the Wizards going to the playoffs now because Russell Westbrook's in there? They have a better chance than the Houston Rockets do at this mm-hmm. point in time. Like even let's say you have but you have James Harden, you have Jan- James Harden, and James, John and Wall, John Wall. But you lost a ton of your guys, like the shooters that you had around them. Like Covington, he went to Portland. Mm-hmm. Austin Rivers, you had he went to uh, the Knicks. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then you kept House, you kept Tucker, and then maybe you kept ba- Macklemore. But yeah, you still lost. And Jeff Green went to the Nets. So you lost a lot of the pieces that made you effective to get to the playoffs mm-hmm. this past season. I mean, John, with like, the Western with the Western Division, that's going to be hard. Yeah, if they were not in the Western Division, yeah, if they weren't. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. I'd be like, if, right. if, if the Houston Rockets and the Wizards, <laughs> if were Davis did not sign a five year extension <laughs> yeah. on top of LeBron's two year extension plus the year that he had left, so that's three more years of LeBron, five more years of Anthony Davis. Yeah, Anthony Davis went for the full max. Like you thought. You know how they were, the media was playing up the angle of it. They're like, oh, you know, Anthony Davis hasn't signed yet. He declined his option, which means he's most likely going to sign back with the Lakers. But we weren't sure if he was going to go for the two-year, the three-year. He went max for the five. A hundred, was it 190 mil? 180 mil? 189. Pretty much 190. 190 mil for five years. And this is why people... Are leaving football to go play basketball, <laughs> dude. I mean, Rapolinka's already the go. Look at the moves that he made, and the Lakers do. barely won the championship two months ago, less than two months ago. And look at the moves he's already. Look at the team that we already have, and we've. Hey, Kobe called it. Kobe said, "I know this is your time. Like, you're gonna you're gonna change this organization around," and he did that. Yeah, Kobe was like, "Yeah, just give him like." Uh, two three years yeah. I was like what two three years that's he so quick one season and he yeah. turned he got champion after one season he was just like all right let's turn this around yeah i mean what did magic do he got lebron and then he said if we're not going to the place i'm going to resign and then yeah. he just he peaced out even before that I know. so he doesn't get a ring <laughs> okay um let's see who else oh uh oh yeah so yeah i think the wizards won on that because one they're in the easter conference they got russell westbrook which is a pretty good piece if you plan on making another trade in the future in the east mm-hmm. you know because there's still room and let because when it i don't know if the when the wizards picked up their draft pick i don't know if they're in the rebuilding phase but right now it looks like they're just trying to keep bradley beal happy by saying yeah. like, hey yo we got russell westbrook which is which is great because Russell Westbrook kind of plays similar to John Wall. There was literally nobody else you can trade. Yeah. Like, it had to be John Wall or Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Like, there's literally nobody else you can throw in there yeah, to, and- to even match up to parallel with the type of value that each guy brings to the team. Yeah. And so the East makes a good point. So the fact that they're in the East, money. So you're like, all right, John Wall, go ahead, get paid elsewhere. You yeah. Know? Um, so Russell Westbrook, there's no huge ties to it. And yeah. then they're going to see what they do with Bradley Beal. But it, it doesn't, like, it looks like the Wizards are trying to make a run for it. But they probably got, like, if they plan on keeping Bradley Beal, and let's say they keep Russell Westbrook, they have about maybe two, 
three years tops. Yeah. Two years of solid competition, and then three years would be like uh, their clearing house. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Teague signed a one year to uh, two point five million to Boston. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Dude, so I, I love I love the comment section. This is like one of the fun- so when the when I saw this like yeah. headline, someone commented, "What the heck, Johnny Flynn?" <laughs> you know? uh, what is it? What, what did they say? They said Johnny Flynn or like any other N word is not available. <laughs> They're like, oh, oh Monte Ellis. They said Monte Ellis is not available. Oh, How is it we got Jeff T? That is so funny. I would actually take Monte Ellis over Jeff T. But, of course. But again, I would definitely take Monte Ellis. I think the Celtics are, maybe see some value in, which is weird because I was like, they still have some bench potential. Oh, Rondo left the Lakers to go with the Hawks. Uh, I knew he wanted a bag, um, and he deserved it. He was asking for at least nine was his, nine was his minimum to come back. And the Lakers signing Montrezl Harrell to a two-year contract, signing uh, Marcus Gasol to a two-year and contract, Dennis Schroeder too. That Dennis Schroeder keeping Markeith Morris, the extension for LeBron and the max for AD. I didn't, there was Caruso, no yeah the ball eagle the goat um there was no way <laughs> there was no way the lakers were going to be able to, to take brondo back for at least under nine mil that's pretty cool though he sold the person to win it. a ring for the celtics and, and the, the lakers. lakers he he already made history he deserved it now he wants his money yeah and, and that's a good mentor to have too because it's a good challenge for him because literally the hawks are at the bottom of the season mm-hmm. if he, and he shows up and then i don't know if anyone else oh the Hawks also got Bogdanovich, and they got Danilo Gallinari. Mm, okay, that's that's solid. That's huge, right? That is so, very solid. So it's a good time to be a be a hawk. <laughs> so yeah. So you got like Gallinari. Def- yeah. Who else? You oh, have Rondo, Rondo, who Rondo. is just a great presence for Trey. I wish Vince Carter was still on the team. <laughs> oh my God! Turn it up. This was his. This past season Ryan was his Collins. last season, and he. He had to play it through the bubble. That's oh, wild. That no, That's he didn't great. even get to play. Oh, you're right. He did it. Because the Hawks were the worst. Oh, yeah. They were bad. Uh, let's see. Oh, Christian Wood. You probably don't know him, but he signed a three-year deal with the Rockets. I actually thought the Pistons should have kept him. Christian, Christian Wood. Christian Wood's like a power forward who's a really good shooter. He's like a... Um, He's like a better thon maker, I guess you can say. Okay. He's like near seven foot. He he he's a pretty good pickup for Houston. Yeah. Uh, I think he's better than Jeff Green in terms of like shooting, playing defense, not so much. But yeah, the reason why uh, the Pistons got, uh, left Christian Wood was because they signed Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant got paid. He did get paid sixty mil for three years. Mm-hmm. That's pretty solid, that especially because he had a good. See, that's what happens. You get. You do well in the playoffs. Yeah. You get paid. Next you do season. get paid. Pay out. Montrose Harrell for $19 million. Mm-hmm. That was big. Two years. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, the Filipino bride. <laughs> uh, Four-year, $52 mil. Okay. And that's with the Jazz, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, Darren Fox, $163 mil. Darren Fox. For five years. Overpaid, just right, underpaid. Mm. He's been injured. Twice, I think, maybe more than twice. The back with the Suns. 
No, this is what the 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 kings. Oh, just kidding. Deer and fox. fox. I'm thinking about DeAndre. Aiden. Yeah. It's okay. They both have D's. <laughs> okay, De'Aaron Fox with the Kings. Okay, he's been injured. Dude, the Kings are just, they cannot let, they're not letting up down there. They it's let go, they let go bad, by Donovich, which I thought was like, they went from bad he to was worse. like their best player. Yeah. Like, uh, what the hell? They're really pulling for Buddy Heald and De'Aaron Fox. And Marvin Bagley, unfortunately, that guy has not seen much action, unfortunately. Yeah. I want to say that's to be super good. Might be a little overpaid. And Bagley was drafted over Luca, which is like, oh man. Uh, oh, the Mavs. Did they make any moves? Yes, the Mavs did make, I think, maybe a move. Or a two. move? No, I think they just re signed people. Okay. Oh, they got rid of. No, Seth Curry left. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, wait, he went to, he went to the Sixers. I mean, the Sixers so got some got power. So you got Greed, Seth Curry, Dwight Howard. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, uh, Joel Embiid. That's yeah, pretty good. that's solid. Remember last year and when everybody thought the Sixers were going to make a good run for the playoffs and then it just fumbled? Yeah. I forgot. There was another player that the Mavs got. I forgot who they got. But, uh, oh, moving right along. Uh, Bam Adebayo, Brandon Ingram. Five uh, signed five year deals, you know, hmm. with their own team. So yes. Bam with the Heat, one hundred sixty three mil. I deserved it. Uh, Brandon Ingram, one hundred fifty eight mil. That's that's a nice bag. You know who was, was a huge signing? Hmm. Donovan Mitchell, one hundred ninety five mil. He got paid, dude. These guys, I'm he looking. I'm saying this out paid. loud, but these guys are getting paid big time. I've he never seen this type paid. of money in the early two thousands. <laughs> yes, like early two thousand tens. Coming off of a coming off of a season that was cut short four months, I know. And in the in the, a playoff that I had barely had any views. That's crazy. Finals that had less views, and that's wild. Oh, Marcus Morris, sixty four mil, oh, four yeah. years. Oh yeah, with the Clippers. Yep. Oh, and the Clippers got Sergey. So now Sergey and Kawhi are reunited. Yeah, Serge Ibaka, nineteen mil. Okay, so Sergey, uh, PG, Kawhi. Marcus. Mm-hmm. How do you think that's going to go? Zubak. Maybe Zubak. Maybe Zubak. How do you think that's going to go? I don't know. Tyler's, They're not being the Tyler's, Lakers, but... Tyler's got his work cut out from. If they do better... I mean, this Ty Lu got if, overpaid. If they do... <laughs> exactly. Did. If, For real. If the Clippers do better this upcoming season, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it would have to be because um, the personnel slightly change. But also how they played. I think they, they can definitely play better ball than what they played. Even the last year. Like, I know when people are like, oh, the Clippers are... Even Clipper fans were like, oh, we have a chance to win the chip. Yeah. I think if they played better, like, utilizing everyone, not just Kawhi and Paul George at different moments in time, they could they could have been a, a way better. more dangerous team than what they played like. Yeah. So, who knows? Maybe this might change things up. Avery Bradley left the Lakers for two million eleven point six. No, two year eleven point six mil with the Heat. Heat getting defensively stronger. Yes, they are. And they kept. Bradley Beal is solid. Yeah, they kept Myers Leonard. Mm-hmm. Do you know who that is? <laughs> yes. That's right. For twenty mil. He even played last season. Two years, ten. This dude's getting paid big bucks for oh a bench my player. God. That's so crazy. Dude, Jared Dudley got re-signed. That's what's up. Oh my god. 
You need the dog. Oh the my du- god. The Dudley dog. He literally got right? signed just to resist. He's like the deadly dog, but the Dudley dog. Oh, Andrew, you're so funny. Dude, the stud dud. Locker room oh. presents. They paid for locker room presents. What do you think about that? The um, rocker, the locker room guy. Um, explain to people as long as you the role. Okay, like, why don't you explain to our listeners the role of the locker room guy? Okay, well, as long in, in your circumstance, in Dudley's <laughs> circumstance, as long as you're not carrying around that bag of money in the locker room, uh, you should be good. Well, okay, so locker rooms make a huge difference. Yes, and and coaches are aware of it too, because. Not every player is going to be your all-star player. Right. And even... Role have, players are very important. Role players are very important. And let's say even in a team of all all-stars, you still need that one player that's got that. like Or two or well, I don't know how many players. But you, gotta need, you have to have players that have that edge mm-hmm. where they really want to win. Or they're willing to push people to win. You know? And like every team, every really good team, at least in the NBA, has had... Uh, quote unquote a dog. Yes. D A W G. Dog. And so um and basically a dog, you know, off the court and on the court who's willing to like protect you and, and help you out. Like mm. oh, that's what they picked up. The Mavericks picked up James Johnson. That guy's a dog. <laughs> that guy's gonna protect Luca for sure. That, that guy's like a pre MMA fighter. Did you know he is a black belt? His family's I did not know too. that. That's what's up. And Marcus Marcus Morris is not gonna mess with him this time. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh but yeah. yeah. Oh, so man. like every good team needs a dog. So like Dennis Rodman was an example of a yes, dog for yes. the Pistons. The and, man recorded zero points and like forty rebounds a game. Yeah, pretty, which is unprecedented. Um, yeah. With the so he he was the dog for the Bulls. Uh-huh. You know you had Ron Artest or Metal World Peace for yes, the Lakers who hit the dog. three in the two thousand ten finals. Yeah, and then you got like. Uh, what's it called? Uh, who who are some other good? Oh, team. Oh, yeah, like um, in uh, Jason Kidd was that dog with the the Mavericks when yes. they won the championship. Yes. Um, the Heat. Oh man, that was a tough one. Uh, Ud- oh. Haslam. They still okay. have that too. Yeah, they <laughs> from LeBron's era. Yeah. <laughs> Haslam is he. he's probably you know what I'm gonna say Haslam. You know before he's I a bench was, guy too. He's like yeah, you he's, see him on the bench during the finals. He was like. Yeah, you he was did, big brother on campus, like giving you, it to the players. Udonis Haslam is the prime example of a dog who gets paid but doesn't see the floor. Yes, so, <laughs> yes, which is not your still I, there. Like, like, like Draymond Green's a dog and he gets paid, but he also plays well. But yeah. man, I, I I was gonna bash on Udonis Haslam, but <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say he's a genius yeah. because. He's managed to stay with the same team. Right. He got drafted with. He's managed to make good money mm-hmm. and then managed to still be an impact on the team. You know, most players would just like rack it up. They'd be like, all right, you know, I'm not getting paid. You know, I'm leaving or I'm not playing. You know, I'm leaving. But mm-hmm. he's, hey, ego aside, he was like, I'm helping out whoever comes into the Heat organization. Yeah. But yeah, like he's an, he's an example of a dog. And so that locker room presence, you need these people who are willing to stand up for you you know and yeah. willing to be like that that older brother type of presence or just yeah. that brother that you'd be like oh i can go to battle with you and i know you got my back i mean that's i Jared didn't think Brent, i didn't Dudley. think brandon Nimmer was gonna give uh cp3 the two-piece but he did <laughs> that fight two years 
That was like a that was like a weird moment for that. That was like a Doberman giving a punch to a rock. That was wild. And Brandon Ingram, like he got down. He showed that he he got down. Yeah. That was that fight was just hilarious. It was like whoa, but it was like hilarious. And and I know uh, LeBron was dragged in the middle of it because LeBron and Chris Paul are good friends. Yeah. And LeBron and uh, Rondo have been known to not like each other. Yeah. Both great, like similar styles of play in terms yeah. of a passing, pass first, um, sees the court, great court IQ mentality yeah. of a point guard, but they never liked each other. Yeah. So you can be a dog in the inside too. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. Like you yeah. can just be the full like Jared Dudley at this point in time before he wasn't, but now he is. <laughs> Um, and then, but there's also like you can't have everyone in the team that's a, that's built the same way. I guess you could right, say, right, right. Like, like I get if everyone's different and has the common goal. If everyone knows what the common goal is, but they have to know what each of their individual roles roles exactly. are to get to the goal. Exactly. So if you have like a team, an organization, and a, a chemistry like the Lakers have, yeah, and not the lack of chemistry that the Clippers have. This is the difference between the Clippers and the Lakers. Yeah, we discussed that the Clippers on paper on paper looks like the favorable team to win. Yeah. Because remember last season, the Clippers were favored to win the Western Conference over the Lakers. Yeah. They were favored to possibly win the whole thing. Yeah. Because um, on paper last year, they just looked like the perfect package team. Yeah. And A little bit of everything. Yeah. And you, and you saw the dog and then you saw the fight and then you saw how hard they played. Like I told you, it was literally a band of great players dogs with lots of fight in them but no chemistry yeah it was just it was just a pack of dogs that just knew how to bite yeah but didn't know how to fight together yeah you know yeah and then the lakers that as opposed to if you don't know you've seen clips of like the lakers in the in the tunnel there was this one clip, and I, oh my god, I, I watch it over and over again. It's like a very wholesome clip to me. So you know how the twins, the Morris twins, Marcus went to the Clippers. Um, Marquise. who went to the Lakers, but people believe that Marcus was going to be the breakout twin. That was yeah. the better player all around. Um, and I know Skip, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp have this debate all the time about who put up better numbers, even though people believe that, of course, Marcus Morris was the better twin, but... They put up similar numbers, but I mean, in the end, who got the ring? Yeah, Marquise. Marquise. Marquise, the brother that nobody projected was was gonna be the better twin or win the the championship. He won the championship. So, the back to this video. It's just this video of it, and it's the the Lakers, and they're in a huddle, and they're doing like a little pregame ritual. And it was when um, Marquise first got traded last season. And he's standing outside the huddle and Dwight and JaVale and they're in and they're having this whole huddle. And then like, I think either JaVale or uh, Darren Ellie said, oh, we got, we added a new dog to the pack. We added a new dog to the pack. And they all turn around and all look at Mark Keeve and he, there's just like this joy that takes over his face. Cause, and then like they caption the video, oh, y'all a team team. Like <laughs> it was just so much chemistry, so much love for each other. And they, you know, like they did, oh, you know, we got a new dog in the house. And they all start barking and they're like, roo, 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 and they all turn over and um, look at Marquis. But he, he just starts smiling and he, and just this pure joy 
in his face. And that shows like, oh my God, like you guys are a real team. Like you guys all support one another. Yeah. And I, I don't, you know, that's the, that's the, the, the chemistry that the twin got. And then yeah. the other twin, what did he do? I still think I still think that was a dirty move, but you know people say, oh, you know he played defense. That was a hard move, like that was unintentional. But rewatch that clip, like rewatch that film over and over. And oh, you with can, the Mavericks, yeah, yeah, you can see, you saw see, what happened there. That's what you. That's the difference. You, you gotta have, you gotta have some dogs in the house, you know. <laughs> some dog. KG, dog, dog, all the way. The glove. Dog. Gary Payton. Dog. Dog. Have you ever seen clips of Gary Payton actually coaching the big three? No. Oh, wait, he no. He reminds no, me a He's lot so of funny. myself. He is so... Whoa, that's... <laughs> no, no, I'm not comparing he myself talks, to the glove. He talks big game. But his too. mentality in in that moment reminds me of how I talk yeah. to my team. Because... Steven Jackson, Matt Barnes. <laughs> yes. Dog. Yes. Yeah. I'm very night and day. Like, you know, I'm sitting here with you. I'm... I'm chopping it up. I'm yeah. talking smack. But, like, once I, like, I get, I put my coaching hat on, I get into that mentality. I'm out there talking to, like, 12, 13-year-old kids. Like, they're grown men. Yeah. Like, like, like so when I see the way that Gary Payton coaches uh, in the big three and the, just the way he talks and, like, the type of game he puts up and it's just, like, I could just picture myself. That's, like, so how, so much of how I act. But I'm like, but it's not like, I'm not talking to a group of grown men. I'm literally talking to a group of kids. And sometimes I forget that they're kids. But it's just, that's just my mentality. Like, it's like, I want the best for them. And I demand the best from them. So, yeah. that's how I talk. And you Ellie's know, a dog. That's I, what she's saying. I am a dog. Woof, woof. Oh, my gosh. For real. So, oh, like, I'm just glad, you know, God didn't give me real height because, you know. It'd be over for everybody. Oh snap! Because my attitude right is like six three, but I'm about like cute little five feet, five feet nothing. So God knew what He was doing when He made me short. Okay, he he like, really, if I make her six foot three, oh my goodness! If He really gave me some height as a girl, oh man. Mm-mm. Be like, wow! How did Tracy break her arm? <laughs> it's like, well, she was playing basketball practice. <laughs> Yeah, she was playing against Ellie. It was just Ellie. practice. <laughs> <laughs> just practice, not even in game. Okay, so Jared Dudley for the two point meal. Yeah, and then so uh, but the oh, yeah. base basically what we're saying is the locker room guy is very important. Yeah, he's a great role. Very is, important. Is role. he the most important? Uh, no. no, no. We can do without a Jared Dudley. Yeah, you can do without a locker room guy. Yeah. But what I'm but. What makes teams really great mm-hmm. is like to have the locker room guy. Because I don't even know. I think Kyle Lowry was the locker room guy for the Raptors, and that team was re- that team was good, but they weren't like really great. Yeah. Um, and then like, like the, just the great teams. There's always that one dude. And mm-hmm. I'm saying that Jared Dudley is the guy for the Lakers, <laughs> he's not even but the guy but he's not. a contributing factor. I mean, I think Dwight Howard is one of those. Javale McGee. Basically, Do those, you see them on the bench? Those guys are also know, yeah. cheerleaders, too. I don't know if you guys time. pay attention to how Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee act on oh, the bench. Oh, yeah, I love it. Oh, it's just the energy, the support that they bring. It's like, you need you need a Jared, you need a Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee for every bench. Yeah. Think about it. This, the, like, if you had, like, a scary dude 
<laughs> on your team, and he's like cheering you on. That's, yeah, that does something too. <laughs> As a player, as a teammate, you're like, oh, snap. Yeah. Like Charles Oakley. <laughs> oh, man, the scariest dude on the team is true. Yeah. Um, attitude and energy and vibe is everything, especially yeah. for a team. That's why I'm so impressed with how the Raptors picked up Aaron Baines. Mm. Oh, you don't like it. Overpaid, <laughs> underpaid, or just right? $14 million. Overpaid. Overpaid. <laughs> Where were the Raptors going to spend that money? <laughs> Did they get Fred Van Fleet back? Uh-huh. Oh, he signed. They spent four, four years, 85 mil. Mm-hmm. Dang. Well. They got Drake back. Aaron Baines. <laughs> he's a dog. Oh, a Lord. He's, he's the missing piece. Oh, Lord. Oh, Jay Crowder signed for 30 mil for three years. That's actually pretty good for Jay Crowder. That's, yes. That's a lot of money. And he's been bouncing around a lot of teams, too. Yeah. Carmelo's coming back to Portland, so that's okay. awesome. That's awesome for him. Uh, oh, by the way, just a heads up, we're not going to be talking about every acquisition. We're just going to be talking about the ones that... The like, ones that actually make a difference. A huge difference. <laughs> you know, okay? Yeah. Robert Covington going to <laughs> Portland is a big difference, but, like, not super headline oh um you mentioned earlier all the ball brothers are now in the nba mm-hmm. at the same time yeah well i'm hoping that uh, uh leangelo gets some playing time with the Wasn't pistons it unguaranteed it's unguaranteed he's had yeah he has to play yeah and and or unless they cut him before. the contract is unguaranteed but i'm i'm glad he's finally getting some oh yeah hassan whiteside a chance is, in the nba Signing with the Kings. Okay. So that's good. I don't even know where Marvin Bagley is going to be. But yeah, so there's a lot of re-signings. You know, like Cleveland did a lot of re-signings. The Mm -hmm. Celtics. Oh, all right. I have my my qualms with this one. Okay. Tristan Thompson signed a two-year deal for 19. Oh, Lord. We kind of overlooked. We forgot about that. I totally think he's overpaid. He's overpaid for sure. (laughs) I mean, there is no doubt about that. They couldn't get any other guy, which is weird because the Celtics have some pretty good. They had like Robert well, and Williams. His, and his cats are left. Yeah, I know, but he it's not like he played like all the time. With, yeah. I mean, he, okay, I get it. They needed a guy with who can get you offensive rebounds for sure. Mm-hmm. But Tristan Thompson, they couldn't just try to find Dray, uh, Drummond, Andre Drummond? <laughs> like, like, that dude's a rebound machine, but... They, they're giving Tristan Thompson? I know. I don't know. I don't know about that. Man, I, it, look at that. That's what happens when you play with LeBron. You get paid, and it's the gift that just keeps on coming. <laughs> the gift that keeps on coming. <laughs> yep. You just got to be like, you just got to look good on a bad team to get paid, looks like, based off that type of payment. That's wild. Nothing against Tristan. I'm just. Christmas is going to come early. Pre- uh, preseason is next week. Oh, yeah. on the 11th. Um, NBA season officially uh, starts back <laughs> up on December 22nd. We're going to have some good Christmas games. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we get to see we get to see the Clippers play the Nuggets, the team that, that took them out 3-1. Oh, yeah. That's going to be good. That came back from the 3-1. The yeah. Nuggets. Oh, yeah. snap. It's yeah. gonna be good too. They, yeah, they get that. That's what they get. 
Looks like Michael Porter Jr. is going to get some more playing time. And same thing with Bol Bol since Jeremy Grant's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I think the Nuggets actually drafted some good players, too. I forgot who they drafted. The Nuggets. Who did they draft? Oh, man. Who did they draft? Oh, I can't remember. But they drafted somebody that was supposed to be good. Yeah. It's not here. Yeah, we... I told you, I haven't paid too much attention to Steven the, Adams with the Pelicans. Okay. Steven Adams! Okay, Aquaman, I see it. <laughs> Dude, think about it. That's a really strong... Is it backcourt or frontcourt? I think that's backcourt. No, frontcourt. Frontcourt. Yeah, that's a really strong Zion and Steven Adams. The Pelicans are going to be exciting to watch. They're going to be Granted, so Zion strong. needs to stay healthy, but they're going to be so good to watch. Oh, Drew left, too. Super fun to watch. Drew left the Pelicans, too. Oh, Holiday. Yeah. Where did he go? Snap. That's a really good player, too. I've been watching Drew Holiday. Where did Drew go? YouTube. <laughs> with the... Uh, what's it called? I don't even know how to spell it, because I know it's like Drew, like... But there's like a J in there. J-R-U-E. J-R, yeah. Drew. Yo, he's with the Bucks. Yeah, I oh, he went to the Bucks. Yeah, because because uh, they the Bucks got rid of DiVincenzo oh. and some other guy. <laughs> but oh, Wesley Matthews, they're missing him. Yeah, so that's the Lakers. But bro, Drew Holiday mm-hmm. with uh, that's actually that's a really good pickup because then you have the top one of the top defenses. Drew Holiday and Giannis, basically. Yeah. That's that's awesome. What's about the Lakers getting Giannis. Do you even think that was possible in the future? That was a possibility. Do you think? Yeah, but I think it was Giannis was kind of thinking, like... That can either go horribly wrong or too well. Oh, man. If it went, <laughs> if, if it went well, oh, my Too goodness. well. That's like... It would have been insane. That's a wrap. But Don't he just no hand mo- us the championship. There would be, like, no money. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> There'll be no money to give anyone. We'd have after, to give like, out. We have to give away so many good role players. Yeah, just to keep. You just have to keep those three guys, and you just have to sign role players to like one year contracts yeah. after that. Because maybe you can get away if, like, let's say they sign Giannis, he'd be like again almost two hundred mil yeah. worth. Uh, Anthony Davis would have been again another over a hundred fifty mil mm-hmm. worth, and then LeBron, uh, which is over fifty mil, seventy five mil. And he got 85 to sign for 85. two more years. Oh, two see, year and that extension. was just for two years. Two-year extension That's on top of his one-year left. So. And people were flipping up. Oh, okay. Well, Kobe was kind of injured at that time. But <laughs> people were, like, doing crazy, like, oh, Kobe, 48 mil for two years. LeBron, double that. That's crazy. Wait, LeBron? Yeah. He, LeBron's he, done some things. He won, the, he won the chip. I'll give that. LeBron's done some things. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they they wouldn't have any money to, to help the team later on for the long run. Yeah. But I think Giannis made a pretty good decision if he wants to grow as a player. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew Holiday can help. And, I mean, it's it's been a long time since we've seen players start and, like, finish with the team that they've been with. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe UD will probably do that with the Who done <laughs> Bro, if he gets traded, I'm going to be so upset. I'm going to be like, what the heck, bro? You're the locker room guy. Uh, oh, but... Uh, the Lakers were also wanting... Had interest in Derrick Rose. That would have been... That would be a very nostalgic pickup. But that yes. means he probably wanted... 
Derrick he, Rose is like one of my favorite players. He probably wanted some good money. Back in 2008. Yeah. He, I mean, Derrick Rose, it would have been tough. If they didn't pick up Schroeder, I can see how Derrick Rose would fit. But, you know, when you picked up Schroeder, it didn't really leave room for LeBron not to be the point guard. But did you hear about all that that whole spiel about how Dennis Schroeder, um, in an interview or something like that, said that he wants to start? And everybody blew that out of proportion saying, oh, you know, I hope Rod Palenka's got a hold on that. I hope he controlled that because now they completely blew Dennis Shooter's comment out of proportion. Saying, like, the band barely got signed to the Lakers and, and now he now he wants to take over. Now he, But, I mean, he, I is, a, he is a starting point guard. He was a starting point guard. He was a starting point guard for the Hawks. Yeah, so it's like. How how do you how are you upset at some at him making that statement? If he was a, plus he's like he's if, taking the edge off of LeBron, but people yeah. just don't like the thought of, of Dennis Shooter yeah. saying that and oh LeBron's gonna have to play off the ball. Yeah, yeah, that's just that's you not you are forgetting that LeBron is aging. He's thirty five, thirty six. Yes. He's going to be playing for the next three years. He's going to be 38, 39 by the time his contract expires. <laughs> Are you forgetting this man is aging? <laughs> yes. Durability. Yes, LeBron LeBron is one of one, you know? Like, there's going to be durability there, but you have to factor in the fact that he is not getting any younger. True that. So even if for Dennis Schroeder to even make that comment, like, I see where he's coming from. He's not saying... This is my team now. Right. I'm, I'm calling the shots. Uh, you know, I'm the maestro, all that. He's saying, I want to be a starting point guard. And yeah. that's not if a far-fetched statement. If he was trash, yeah. like if he wasn't good, I'm pretty sure there would be a huge uproar. Yes. You know, but hearing There's him, even like, already he uproar good, because... Like, I don't even think it's deserving yeah, of that's that why the, There's an uproar about him saying that, you know, and then everybody just like, oh, he wants to take over. He There's... There's already there's already this 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 ego going around. I was like, no, his statement is very valid. He mm-hmm. is gonna be it. Hopefully, if he resigns or you know, he's gonna be an extension of this franchise. Yeah, you know, down the line, let's say two three years from now, LeBron's gonna be. He's gonna. I'm assuming he's gonna retire with the Lakers. He's gonna be on his way out. Eighties eighty in five years is still gonna be thirty two years old. He's only gonna technically only be thirty two in That's the so NBA. In the NBA, he can play much. He can play more years. He's got more years on him. Granted, yeah. he stays healthy, keeps his body right. It's not like a full contact sport like football, where you're like, by the time you reach twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty, it's like you're at the end. But for the NBA, which is less contact, um, yeah, if he if he can stay healthy, if he keeps his body right, he's only gonna be thirty two by the time his contract is up. And LeBron's going to be on his way out. He is going to obviously win more championships with the Lakers. And then if we keep Dennis Shooter, that's going to be our future. Yeah. So that's not, that's not no disrespect, no anything to LeBron. That's not saying I want to take over and stuff like that. But it's okay to take the edge off LeBron. It's okay. Like, LeBron does not have to play on ball all the time to be effective. That's true. And, it, and it's Shooter. And he does play defense when he wants to. Let's give LeBron that. Let's go Germany. <laughs> My phone is going off. Oh, you were just popular tonight, Andrew. Sorry, it's my siblings. Good sex. Um, but I don't know why they blew that comment out of question. I thought Dennis Shearer was very in his own right when he said that. Yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't even. It's not. 
here nor there yeah. or that much attention for. But Schroeder's he's solid. Um, oh yeah, to go back to your question about the uh, Levo- the Ball brothers, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I had a feeling it was gonna happen. I just didn't know how it was gonna happen. Who's the better Ball brother? Oh man, that's tough. Lamelo right, right now, now, yes. Right Lamello now, right is now, the better ball brother. right now, Lamelo seems like he has the highest upside, right, of the three. Um, and they just play different too. Yeah, like um, Lonzo, he's very like patient. He kind of likes to see the floor, and then also he likes to run that fast break. Yep. So that's where he gets, and his defensive edge is pretty good. His I shot got better. Yeah, his shot got better. I don't know what. Lamelo's defense is like I know his team defense is pretty good, yeah. but I don't know about one on one. We don't know how, especially because he's so go. tall and lanky now. Like there's gonna be guards that can just blow right by him. Exactly. So you're probably gonna have to hide him mm-hmm. as guarding a shooting guard because he has that size. Um, and then you got uh, Leangelo, who's supposed to be the better shooter of the three, like yeah. spot up shooter. Lavar thinks he's the best one. He said. Leangelo is the best one. Well, that's why you gotta hype him up. <laughs> that's what I would do if I if I know my son has not played in a while. Competitive. He's probably like he's like he's gonna. Maybe he maybe he'll clarify later. Maybe Leangelo's just maybe he's just a better scorer between both of them. Probably he's got the bigger body. Yeah, I, I don't know. Bigger than Lamelo. It, it's funny. It, it, okay, I think if you're a big body and you can shoot, that's. That definitely you plays your three and D guy, just a solid three and D guy. Yeah, all yeah. you got to do is just keep have quick feet, and you'd be solid. Yeah, like, especially in this league. Yeah, um, you know we stand S A T A N Andrew stand for three and D guys. We love I love three and D guys. Oh. Just like I like all round guys. All round guys. Yeah. So when people say like LeBron's an all round player, I'm like. Statistically, <laughs> yeah, but you don't think LeBron's an all-around player? You don't think by the time LeBron retires, he would be the ultimate? He would be the goat. I'm gonna, the do, I'm gonna go literal greatest of all I'm time gonna, in terms of being an all-around player, being I, a player that can play every position and dominate every position. See, does, that, does not make him the goat. I haven't seen him dominate. That's. I mean, he played in the playoffs a little bit. The center and power forward position. Yeah. Like, I haven't really seen it. Like, I've seen him play, like, with AD in the power forward position. Yeah. But if it was, like, just give him, like, I don't know, Joe Schmo as a center. I don't know. It was a decent center. Ah, give him Tristan Thompson for a center. <laughs> and then he plays the power forward. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like to see how that works out. But in terms of, like, all around, like, if I were to say, like, Magic Johnson and LeBron, that's pretty close. Yeah. Um, so I'd say it's closer to Magic Johnson, but I wouldn't say, like, like all around, like, because this guy, like, he does everything. He really does a lot of stuff. So, yeah, does not make him an all-around player if he does everything? Mm, but he in every position? He does, okay, not every position, though. Like, he, he. Okay, not every, but almost like every. In, I'm not the center. Like, okay, a point guard, I'll say, like, yeah, I'll just say, like, Magic Johnson, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of, like... A great passing non-point guard. Remember, LeBron on paper is a small forward. Yeah. That is his position. So, like, the power forward and center position, I haven't really seen him do that. So that's the only thing that I'm, like... 
like hesitant to say all five positions. I know he can play all five, but I mm-hmm. haven't seen him like be. But then right now he's he is a great all around player. Who else is doing what he's doing right now? In terms of passing, mm-hmm. probably James Harden's the closest one. James Harden. I'm not saying James he... Harden doesn't play defense like LeBron does. Well, okay, he doesn't play. Well, LeBron actually doesn't play that. He okay, both of them play team. LeBron defense. plays team defense. Yeah, and he plays defense where it counts. I say LeBron is probably a better defender than James Harden. Yes, but to think of somebody who does what LeBron does, with the exception of playing dominant as a power forward or center, that would be probably James Harden. James Harden plays small forward. Shooting what if Kevin Durant was healthy again? I haven't seen Kevin Durant. I haven't seen a system cater to him as a passer and scorer yet. Mm-hmm. Like when he was with the Warriors, and let's say Clay and Curry were off the floor, Draymond would pick up the passing as a passer because you know Katie's such a good scorer. Yeah. Like that's the thing. I think if Katie wasn't as good of a scorer, I would see him pass more. But LeBron is. Do you think Katie is capable? of? Of being a good passer? Hell yeah, because he's he's gonna be doubled, triple team so <laughs> so often. Yeah, he's just these people that's gonna knock down the shot. Mm-hmm. Like that's probably the biggest thing. Um, but all around, like I yeah, KD can play all five positions. Uh, I haven't seen. I can't confidently say like, oh, he's gonna make the best pass and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He knows where to make the right reads. Right. I just haven't seen him do it. Do it. Yeah. So. That's probably, yeah, that would be second to James Harden. So it would be like LeBron, James Harden, and then KD. KD. Mm-hmm. I would even throw, uh, what's it called, Giannis or uh, or Anthony Davis. Yes. Just because they have been able to run up the floor. Anthony uh, Davis. I mean, Anthony Davis he played does point play. guard. Yeah. He, he played point guard. That was his position. Yeah. Like, yeah. Those two could also play all five That's why he, his ball handling is so well for power forward slash big man. Yeah, they even have AD guard Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. Like, once I, I feel like if you're a big and you you basically guarding their point guard, you're there's an equal footing at some point. <laughs> so, yes, yes. So, so yeah, I think Giannis and a, AD make a good case for being like an all round player. Mm-hmm. I w- I wouldn't even throw in Ben Simmons because people say Ben Simmons, but that guy cannot shoot. For he can't life. shoot. So I mean, he does everything he, else. Except he developed shoot. or was in. He developed a shot. But he he does not take that shot in game. He does not he's not be able to able to create that shot for himself in game. Yeah. So because I mean Kobe, Kobe told him like Kobe had all this belief in him and told him that he was gonna be he was gonna be the one next up if he could just get that three under his belt. If he can get a fifteen footer under his belt, <laughs> bro would be dangerous. Even the mid range, even yeah, because you know Kobe. Kobe is a great scorer, great shooter, but he didn't shoot that many threes compared to how his mid-range game, oh mid-range game was. Could you imagine if Kobe had the green light to shoot as many threes as some of these guys? That are yes, playing? yes. God. For he- all of those who didn't know, <laughs> I, don't, I know this comes as a surprise to you guys because know, you see Kobe score and you've seen all his high tapes and old tape of him and how much, how great of a scorer he is, but... The mid range has always been Kobe's forte. People, mm-hmm. you don't really follow Kobe or follow his game, but he doesn't shoot that many threes in game. Yeah, 
He's had a lot of game winning shots. He's at, he's clutched a lot of shots. Yeah. But he's not the three point shooter. He's yeah. a shooting guard, but the three is not always his go to. Yeah. Is that little that fade away, the turnaround fade away jumper, that yeah. mid range. That is the shot that he has perfected. Yeah. In his in his repertoire. Yeah. But he doesn't shoot that many threes. I know. But if he did. Like, oh my god. Like Ray, like, yes. like Ray Allen. Everyone yeah. knows Ray Allen as yes. a shooter, but before he went yes. to like the Celtics, bro was dunking on people and pulling <laughs> yes. up everything. <laughs> like, it, isn't it crazy in the game of basketball how you see the evolution of each player and you kind of follow what the tweaks and the different um the different techniques that players train and practice and just for years and years and years and years. Yeah. And they train this specific move. And then you see them transition in the evolution of the score, the, the scorer yeah. to turn into another, like a shooter or a different way for them to score. Yeah. There's just, just so many ways for you to score in this game. Oh, yeah. And so many ways for you to elevate your scoring in this game. Yeah. So can you imagine Kobe already as great as he is and was and is the GOAT? And you put him here, like in this league right now? Like and if you were putting him in this league, and he ha- and he shot threes like all the time, plus his mid range, bro, and just shot threes, it would be that a is done insane. deal. See, that's why I always think when it comes to like goat times, like I give mad respect. And the to fact LeBron. that nobody could guard him, yeah, two defenders on him. <laughs> Imagine if he was shooting threes with two defenders on him. Although oh some, like he winning shot, he had with two defenders on him. It was a three. But imagine if if this was an all like an. Each game occurrence. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll tell you this. If you gave, if you gave Kobe like three and D guys like on the other, let's say he's a shooting guard, you gave him point guard, small forward, power forward, three and D guys, and then you just had a center who can catch the ball. That's mm-hmm. pretty much all he would need to do. <laughs> yes. Like, oh my god, that would literally open up so much space, and he would just take it to him. He'd like. Dribble, penetrate, stop on a dime, pull up. Yeah. Dribble, penetrate, spin, move, dunk it on you. Yeah. Dribble, stop, step back, three-point shot, boom. Yeah. Like, I think when people forget, it's like, Steph Curry, yeah, he pulls up from the logo. Yes. Which is pretty far. As but, as is, as does Dame. Yeah, as, as Dame learned, too. But Kobe was doing that with fadeaways. Like, not from the logo specifically, but like... Explain to people how, just how... Complex a fadeaway shot is. Oh my gosh! To do all this with defenders on you and literally falling back. Okay. Do you know how much you have to? You know how well you have to time that. Okay, I will go into the specifics and the mechanics of the fadeaway, just because I'm such a like a a, (laughs) an anatomy physiology. Yes, yes. Please explain. Uh, but like how? Just how far the fadeaway? We do. We have. Plenty of time. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. There's no there's no cap time space on this. this okay. Just ex, just so, explain it to them. Okay. So for one, all right. So and just a just a we'll go like basic. So basic jump shot. You know, uh, depending on like how close you are to the basket, you right. kind of depending on how much you're gonna use your legs to you can, generate you can gauge yeah yeah so when you're close to the basket you're not going to use all your leg power just to get a jump shot mm-hmm. in you know but as you get further and further your legs leave the floor a little bit more and more now that's just off a of basic jump shot yes okay 
with a fadeaway. <laughs> you have to be able to generate enough force coming from your feet, uh, from, from the ground to your feet, to the ankles, to the knees, and then one, be able to turn your body in midair. As you fall back. As you're falling back and then shoot. Now, there's there's three things that really make it really difficult. A fade and there's jump no shot. bank shot fadeaways, by the way. That doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. You're mainly focusing on just making the basket. <laughs> yes. If you call bank, I mean, that's, a, <laughs> that's just that's a lucky very, shot. That's very Kobe-esque. To yeah. Do. Yeah. But like, so, so there are three factors that really affect your fadeaway jumper. Mm -hmm. There's one, your leg position. Right. You know, being able to generate the torque to push your body up and be able to kind the of... The torque, not the torque. Yeah. To be able to bring <laughs> that energy from your legs all the way to the release of your shot. Yes. Okay. So that's one. So yeah. being able to generate the momentum, the force. Two... What was it? The accuracy. You have to be very accurate. Time it perfectly. So you have to not only generate the force, but have the most finesse behind your fingers, that connection between your brain to your fingers. Yes. And the release, okay, to into a cylinder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As you then, are off, basically kind of off balance. Yeah. Off a, Falling back. a circle, okay, yes. that's only a few inches bigger than that of a basketball. Yes. Okay. And then uh, I'll even, and so, and then, so that's two. So accuracy, force, momentum. And then the third thing is the opponent. Defenders on you. Yeah. It's not like Kobe was taking these fadeaways just for Oh, wide open. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And so like the, the defender and that's all three of these things, two of them you can kind of manage and operate yeah. and practice and really nobody hard. was doing this on yeah. his, his the, level yeah the third thing would be the defender and that's kind of unpredictable unless you're really really good and you kind of force the defender to be in a position where you're like ah oh, perfect a fadeaway would be ideal and then you take that so like kobe was doing fadeaway threes was doing these long distance threes yeah. with great curry. defenders on him yeah before curry and dame but because he didn't take like that many and because, again, YouTube wasn't really big at yeah. the time until later on. Like, oh, dude. Like, I remember watching as a kid. I'm like, oh, my God. Just even just... watching like highlights of his, his <laughs> best shots in his oh career. God, just like, what, how the hell did you do that? Exactly. Yeah. So I would say for to. And the crazy part was, you ever noticed Kobe called for the defenders? Like, he... He went into where he knew the defender was going to be. Like, yeah. he was asking for the defenders. Like, please, I wish y'all would guard me. Yeah. That's how you know he was just bred from greatness. Because he perfected that move so well. Yeah. Where he wasn't even waiting for defender. He wasn't even, like, he didn't even take advantage of the fact that the defender didn't get there on time or defender he did a move and kind of you know yeah. he kind of stepped off the defender kind of stepped off or he was literally weighing going into where he didn't he know the defender was gonna go yeah he was calling for the defenders like he wanted the defender on him yeah just so he can sh just so he can showcase that move yeah and he was a two he was uh what's it called and that's not even counting three seconds on the clock that's not even <laughs> counting all the times he clutched game winning shots it yeah. would defend double defenders like two defenders on him yeah and he's a and the shot too is different because mm -hmm. uh curry is oh one motion shooter yeah you know so the ball gets off quicker you use less like generated force to get the shot because it's all like it's all very fluid it's like uh it's like when you give a 
it's like if you were to do a jumping high five to somebody, yeah, but you didn't cock back the hand that far. You just yeah. were like, right, right. And so, but when you're a two motion shooter, mm-hmm. think of it like you're jumping, but you cock you're back loading the, up, yeah, loading up, <laughs> and then you high five, and then you high five. Yeah, yeah. So the load and then high five. So Kobe's a two motion shooter where that he would crazy. he would literally jump, fade away, and your hand is there, and the ball's above his head. Yeah, and they would. It would oh gosh, it was just. And crazy. Kobe's not even like the super athletic guy. He's he like the, He's not an athletic player. Like, well, he is athletic. He does athletic, athletic things. He's not a freak. Yeah. yeah, he does. He's a, he does things for somebody his size. Like he is athletic, but he's not like he does not. He's not the staple of. That's an athletic player. Yeah, talk about maximizing your physical potential. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I want to dunk the ball so bad. That's <laughs> great, Andrew. I believe you. T- I believe you truly can. I'm still working on it. I'm getting close. Mm-hmm. I just right now it's more like close to lobs, but <laughs> but I'm like, man, I can't wait to dunk the basketball. I believe you can, Andrew. You have some height on you. How tall are you? Five ten? Five eleven? I'm five nine. Yeah, well. you just thank you for increasing my height. <laughs> Really I'm sorry. I'm at six, five, six one. <laughs> at five feet, everybody's tall to you, you know. So no, right now, right now, double rim. Uh, I can't. I can't confidently like grab the ball and then just throw it in. You can really mess up your finger too. I know. Well, I'm not gonna be wearing any rings like Jill. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. That was brutal. That's. Oh, I'll tell that story later. But. Yeah, to go about everything, uh, Dialing LeBron, back. Yeah, LeBron is the all-round goat for me, I think, by decades. Like, he definitely ruled 2010. Yes. And he's still ruling sure. 2010. Yeah he's, yeah, he's still ruling. If we could have a goat by the decade, then we wouldn't have um, any arguments on who yeah, the goat is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because you say Jordan was a goat of his time, Kobe's a goat of his time. But Kobe, to us, is our goat because it's during our time. Like, yeah. Yeah, and like there was no one that could stop Kobe. Right. That was, that was a big thing. Uh, and the thing that kind of separates Kobe and Jordan from LeBron, and or Oscar, no, from and Oscar. Oh, and Oscar. <laughs> yeah. Well, from LeBron, from them Among is that he's been things. so many times to the playoffs, mm-hmm. and the people he's faced um, are arguably like the best teams. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so. That's probably the one thing that he has over Kobe, over Kobe and Michael Jordan. Well, maybe. Maybe more so Kobe than Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like, then you can go back and say, like, okay, well, Kobe had Shaq, but he didn't have, like, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, yeah. Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving. Like, those Anthony guys are pretty, Davis. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Davis. All those guys are total Hall of Famers. Yeah. But when you look at, like, Kobe and Shaq, it's like Shaq was so dominant, but it was just those two. Yeah. And then after that, what, Powell and th- that was more of a team. Yeah, I'd rather just Powell. Yeah, Powell. Lamar. I'll give Lamar. Lamar, Powell, Kobe. Ron Artest. Ron Artest. So I'd say that, but they weren't like... I wouldn't say for sure that, oh yeah, Lamar, without a doubt, Hall of Famer. Ron Artest, without a doubt, Hall of Famer. Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh? Yes. Yeah, I can make the case. (laughs) Yes. Kevin Love, maybe not so much. Maybe Hall of Famer for the white guys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god if Kyrie wins a another ring yeah total hall of famer that's crazy oh but yeah that recaps all the 
the ac- or well the acquisitions that matter the most because yes. I know you really care about where Tristan Thompson goes. <laughs> oh yeah, and Aaron Baines. Oh yeah, totally. But um, yeah, um, this this season, this off season has definitely flown by by fast. Like we just forgot the Lakers won the championship almost less than two months ago, and now yeah. preseason uh, season starts uh. December 22nd, and then there we have it. I look forward to that. I, I really do look forward to it. And the NBA, I just, I'm just interest, interested to see how they're going to play with no bubble. And I'm how interested they're gonna to keep see that the Suns keep up their hot streak. Oh, my goodness. There's now gonna they be, have Chris There's going to be those ESPN stats that are be like, Suns undefeated since <laughs> bubble and onwards. And then didn't even see the playoffs. That was, that was, <laughs> that was some crazy stuff. But. They should have let them in. I thought, I was like, yo, this team least, is hot. Like, I mean, Memphis, Memphis went in. What if they did a complete restart? That would have been crazy. Oh, yeah. That, that would have been the most competitive bubble ever. If they just did like, all right, all the records scrapped oh man they would just have him oh man that it would be wild. like it would be the, it would be like march madness actually it would be oh like, that's something i would really want to see i think that's why like um like the ratings when it comes like i know they said like the nba has the lowest ratings and they said oh it might have been because black lives matter yeah i'm like no i don't I no, think you were people, in a bubble and no yeah. pe- nobody there's no fans in attendance yeah i was like it like there's no fans you're in a bubble and then also i mean it was i i enjoyed just for the sake something of, called social injustice happening in a pandemic <laughs> yeah there's so many other things that people were worrying about yeah um but i would say like one of the things that if it wasn't for the fact that they they have if let's say you eliminate the fans mm-hmm. again like when it comes to the nba best of seven that's a pretty long like series that is long series and and the thing is is like the value of the games don't get severe unless it's like uh oh this is game four yeah unless (laughs) it's like oh two three or two one yeah like elimination games yeah so i think that's the biggest difference that basketball has that can't kind of amount to like some other leagues that have like all this basically for anybody that tried to discredit and called it oh the bubble championship no this was the hardest championship to win to this day and the lakers got it so i don't want to hear nobody try to discredit that it was a bubble championship i don't care imagine playing a game with no fans no no basically no support you walk out through the through a tunnel and all you hear is sneakers hitting the ground and balls bouncing there's no fans no, just one ball well one ball bouncing so there's no fans <laughs> There's no fans, there's no clapping, there's no cheering, there's no nothing. And they're calling they're calling your name and it's the championship and you just won the championship and it's like, oh there's literally no you look up into the stands, there's really nobody there. There's no energy, there's no not one single soul in there besides your teammates and the staff. They should have like a video a YouTube video. But like even LeBron said he felt that? LeBron said he felt like for the first time winners, like Anthony Davis um uh Quinn Cook, all the first time winners of the championship. Like he felt bad for them because Wait, Quinn Cook Kuz, He's won a championship already. Oh just kidding. Uh not Quinn Cook. Kuzma. Kuzma, Jared Dudley. Yeah. 
Dwight. Mm-hmm. For the first time winners. It was, it was just, he was just like, he felt bad because it's like. It's not the same. It's, there's no other feeling than winning your first championship. But it, to win it that way, it's just like, it sucks. Yeah, I'd take it. And no, and no championship parade. There's no championship parade, but I mean, they could do it. It'd just be like, if they did like a bubble parade. <laughs> a bubble parade? Woo! No, we need to bring a parade to LA, but LA is kind of strict. <laughs> strict. Strict COVID. They should just have everyone dress up in those d- dinosaur, the T Rex oh, outfits. Oh my God. And we did like a whole parade and just everybody everyone sat in, in their car. Out- no, everyone in a T Rex outfit. That would be awesome. What the hell, Andrew? Yeah. The the rates the the supply for the I mean L A already had their own parade they were gathered outside Staples Center chanting Kobe yeah, that was when lame. they won the championship oh okay that was good but the lame part was like <laughs> almost, like it was like donut like cars doing donuts I know that was not, not, I wasn't gonna say like donuts like, hey someone's giving out donuts no, no. they're doing donuts on the and, street and then in the parking lot and yeah stuff like that, that was, was like, wild okay, L A got real wild crazy. that night. But yeah, this uh, this wraps up our segment of uh, looking forward to the NBA season um, coming up. And yeah, real quick shout out as always to Anchor. Thank you for providing the platform for us to be here. And Andrew, do you want to close it out? Hell yeah. Thank you for listening to In The Clutch Podcast. And if you have any comments or statements you want to make, please Follow us on Instagram with In The Clutch Podcast. Yes, on Instagram. On Instagram. And then also uh, be sure to share uh, what we're spitting out right now. These gold <laughs> nuggets. You know, uh, showcase it. Show it to your friend, your mom, your dad, your cousin, your second cousin, <laughs> your, your twice removed cousin, <laughs> your child. You know, it's all good stuff. All, all within COVID safe restrictions. Thank you. Yeah, you can send it to them. <laughs> Just send them the link. Yeah, share them. Uh, and so yeah thank you for listening to In The Clutch Podcast we'll be back next time with more episodes bye